This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And good Saturday morning and welcome into a big 4th of July fishing weekend. Ooh, busy weekend. We got a lot going on on the show. Thanks for tuning us in this morning. I do want to remind you first up, uh, Operation Dry Water is in effect this weekend. That is when the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries Agents are out on the water, and they're focusing on BUIs, boating under the influence. And a lot of people are not aware that you can actually lose your driver's license if you are found guilty of boating under the influence. Some people call it DUI, driving under, whatever. Same penalties for boating as driving. So be careful. Use those designated drivers this weekend. Well, we got the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries asking turkey hunters to help provide management data. That is long overdue. I'll talk more about how you can get involved in that if you're interested. Also, if a Gulf of Mexico Council request is approved, offshore anglers may not see a reopening of the amberjack season next month. We'll tell you why. And this week's Bad Boy of the Outdoors has been cited for illegal snake possession. And we now have 17 new wildlife agents that were sworn into service. We'll give you the rundown on those stories. Plus, we've got a lot of live fishing reports to hear from our field reporters all across the coast. Uh, the upcoming Alabama Deep Sea Rodeo, that is a huge one over on Dolphin Island coming up in a couple of weeks. Uh, they are returning the shark category after an absence. We'll tell you how and why they decided to do that. By the way, some of you are aware that I sit on the Louisiana Outdoor Rider Association Fish Records Committee. And one of the responsibilities I have is to cast a vote to select the fish of the year. Now, before I decide which one I'm going to vote for, and i got to do it this weekend, I'm going to ask your preference by texting your choice to me at 504-260-1870. That is our text line. And I'm going to give you the top choices of the – there were 24 new records set in the period of 2021 – to June of 2022, and I'd like you to help me decide which one you would cast your vote for. Also, we got your reports and comments coming up on the text board. We'd love to hear from you every Saturday morning. Wildlife and Fisheries Commission is going to be meeting this week, and maybe this will be the meeting where they will decide how to accomplish a 20% reduction in the harvest over the next five years by changing creel, size, or instituting slot limits. We'll keep an eye on that. That's upcoming this week. We've also been keeping an eye on Red Snapper. We have our Red Snapper quota watch through June 19th. Now, that was four weekends into the season. 225,720 pounds had been caught, which represents 28% 
of the whole quota. So I'm thinking, uh, depending on how the weather goes, what the opportunities are and the participation, you know, sometime shortly after Labor Day it could end, but it could go into the fall. By the way, if you're fishing red snapper this weekend, uh, you could have started yesterday. This is one of those long weekends on the 4th of July. You get a Friday, Saturday, and a Sunday to fish for them. And we got a holiday on Monday, too, coming up. So all that's coming up on the show and looking at your coastal marine forecast. If you're headed out into it, what well, is this old typical Gulf Coast summertime weather patterns? South-southwest winds uh, out of the southwest are going to be 5 to 10 in light offshore. That's only about a 2-foot sea. Uh, tomorrow it's going to be about the same, a uh, 2-foot sea, but directly out of the south. And on the interior lakes and bays, those light winds, 5 to 10 knots, maybe 5 knots tomorrow. Some smooth sailing conditions, but you got to be careful for those pop-up thunderstorms. We've been getting a lot of those. I'm looking at the radar right now, and there's several of them. They're small, pretty much confined, moving from the south into the shore, but uh, kind of dissipating as they go. But later on, we're looking at a 70% chance. So there's a good chance you're going to encounter the wet stuff, bring the wet weather gear, keep your eye out on the horizon for those storms because the winds and seas increase as you get into those storms. Pretty much the same uh, rerun for tomorrow, a little less chance of rain, about 40%. Your average tide, one4 a lot of water moving despite lack of wind, and the Mississippi River is bottoms falling out, 5.4 and falling. That's also some good news. We'll be back to talk to Robbie Campo, get his story down from Shell Beach at Campo's Marina. That is next right here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, when you start giving fishing reports for the 4th of July weekend, no better place to start than down in the parish, as they call it, St. Bernard. Robbie Campo is at Campo's Marina in Shell Beach. And, Robbie, what's been going on this week? People dodging raindrops but catching fish? Dodging the rain, catching plenty of fish, man. It was a good week. Uh, uh, you know, Don, I've I, I seen something that I haven't seen in probably the last 15 years. Uh, Black Bay has kind of crank back up so um you know usually yeah i mean what's been happening in the last the last 10 years for sure 11 years is uh we've been having high rivers well this year here we don't have 
a real high river, so we um, we're starting to see some trout over on that on that south side of the Mr. Go, going down to the Black Tank, down to Stone Island, you know, up in that area that people like to fish in Delacroix, Bay Lafourche, and you know, uh, coming back towards uh, Bayou Bay La Mer. Um, it, it's been a it's been a great week of fishing on that side. Um, over here in the Sound has been good. Uh, Sound over Bay Elwha been pretty good. Um, the water's been a little bit dirty over around Comfort, but um, uh, that's due to squalls, I believe. Um, not you know, not river water or anything. It's just just you know, uh, even squalls that's been popping up through the night or whatever. Um, surf fishing on the island's been pretty good. Snapper fishing's been really excellent. They went out there yesterday. The guys that that got to go yesterday went out there. They caught. They caught uh, a bunch of mangroves. They caught a bunch of red snappers out there yesterday. So um, it was just a, and it, it was hot now, but it really had a good week of fishing. So uh, I think if you could get out today, uh, you know, you just watch the weather. I don't know what it's going to be like there out in the sound, but if you could get out there, they're there and they eating up. All the snappers were not real, real big yesterday, but they were plentiful. So um, here in Lake Bourne, Catching just a few trout over around the Luch Canal on that eastern shoreline. They're picking up some mixed with the redfish that they're catching along the eastern shoreline. But Bayou Sioux going down to Pedro, going down, you know, to Bayou Grande. Um, they're catching some redfish over there with a few mixed-in trout. So you have options, people. If you want to fish today, come on down. <clears throat> Hook the left at the bridge and come on down and see us. We've got plenty of live shrimp. We're waiting on you. We'll get you in the water and get you fishing, and get you on your way. Remember, we are a CCA star tournament uh, weigh-in station, so if you catch that star tournament fish that you want to weigh in, you can bring it to us, and we will weigh it for you here. All right, sounds good, Robbie. Um, you know, it's, it's amazing that none of those redfish have been caught, not to my knowledge. <laughs> I haven't got any press releases, and they tagged 100 of them, and they must be hiding pretty good. They're still swimming around out there. <laughs> I know of six of them in our area, um, you know, uh, on a, you know, on a, on, you know, on the Biloxi Marsh side. So if you get lucky and catch that fish, man, it's, uh, you know, it's a truck. So <laughs> I think the first one's a truck, but, uh, you know, they got a lot of great prizes in this turn in, uh, in the star tournament. So if you're not signed up, Get your entry, get in it. It's well worth it. You know, to you know, want, you don't want to be that guy. I know I say this all the time. You do not want to be that guy that goes out there and catches that tag redfish without having a, a star tournament uh, entry. So, get it. It's well worth the money. So, gotta be signed up first. Come down. That's, that's it. That's exactly right. That's right. Go hook the left. Come on down and see us. We're waiting on you. Rob, before you go Monday, any special hours for the holiday? Or are you normal as normal? Nope, we're running, we're running this place as normal, you know, uh, from 5 to 6. So if you want to fish on Monday, we're going to be here. All right, save them a hot dog. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, <laughs> All right, Robbie. Plan. Yes, sir. Talk okay, to you next guys. week. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Yes, sir. There he goes, Robbie Campo on the 4th of July weekend. Uh, head down there. Get you some of those fish he's talking about. All right, speaking of fish and, and catching uh, CCA star rank, what about a new state record? Um, on the Louisiana Outdoor Rider Association Fish Records Committee, we pick a fish of the year every year, and it's based on the top fish that are caught. We have 24 new 
top 10 place state records that were caught between June 21st and June 22nd. Of those, we decide which are the most outstanding. And it's not always the biggest fish. It could be how long the previous record lasted, by how much it beat the previous record, the skill, the age of the fisherman. A lot of things come in. And it not necessarily has to be a first place. Well, I've kind of narrowed my choices down to, to four. And I'm going to ask you to give me some input. And if you were to pick the fish of the year, which would it be? Here are your choices. We had a new number one 25.80 dog snapper broke a two-year-old record. That was caught by Ella Douglas. We had a new number one long-nosed gar that was caught. And the weight escapes me. I think it was around 16 pounds maybe. Let's see. It was, uh, no, 30.88. And that was caught by Cody Broussard. He broke an old record that was three years old. He caught it in Bayou Benoit. Then we had a 246.4-pound yellowfin tuna that broke a 17-year record that was caught by, this fish was caught by Robert Kilroy. And then we had a new number one great trigger fish, 13.35, caught by Ricky Clement in the Green Canyon. That broke a two-year-old record. So there are your choices. Tell me what you would do, the dog snapper, the long-nosed gar, the yellowfin tuna, or the great trigger fish. Text it to me, 504 504- Two six zero one eight seventy. We'll tally them up, and maybe you can help me make my decision. Also, if you got a question or a comment, we welcome your calls at 504-260-1870. Text line directly here to the studio. Coming back next, i got some special announcements about Wildlife and Fisheries Commission meeting. Also, what's going on with the turkey program. Boy, I've been asking for this for a long time. I think we finally got it going. We'll be back with it right after this. You're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, did want to remind you, uh, you do need your fishing license. All the fishing licenses expired uh, on June 30th at midnight. They became, you needed a new one to fish yesterday. 
The new ones that you purchase now will be for 365 days from the date you buy it. I thought it should have always been that way, and there was some uh, problems with renewing online. They would not allow you to purchase your new one until your old one expired, but uh, you can now buy them at vendors, and you can get them online. Get your new fishing license for 2022-2023. All right, got some text messages coming in. This one says, uh, good morning, Don. Used to receive the Louisiana Conservationist magazine every two months. Was always enjoyable to read. Don't remember why they quit coming. Is it still published? That's from Homa. Uh, well, I used to write for that magazine. It was a good magazine. It was the official publication of Department of Wildlife and Fisheries. Uh, for many years now, it's been taken out of print publication, but it's been online. And as far as I know, it's it's still online and it's available. If you go to their website, you can uh, you can subscribe to it and get a, a virtual copy. Uh, there are no more print copies, and I think that's a sad thing because it had some really good photography in it. All right, we got Toby and Gary headed down to Delacroix. they got green and red on the agenda. That means they're going to go for bass and redfish. Looking for a follow-up report from them a little bit later on. And uh, I was guest hosting on a show yesterday, and <laughs> mention uh my favorite fourth of july dish was potted frog meat and it was a joke but someone thought it wasn't and looking for the recipe and (laughs) i'm sorry but there is no such thing but you never know maybe somebody will start it all right looking for an update from uh 5849 on flesh eating bacteria I think what you're talking about is Vibrio. It's called Vibrio vulnificus. There's a lot of bacteria and viruses that that cause uh, what they say flesh eating. But this is the the most common one along the Gulf Coast. And I haven't heard of any outbreaks, but usually every year there are some. It can be either, you know, you can get it from ingesting the bacteria or if you have an open wound and it gets into your skin, uh, it can really get serious and sometimes has to amputate. Uh, digits or arms and, and even legs, so you need to be on the lookout for it. Uh, let's see, we got uh, someone went to Grand Isle, wanted to warn, warn folks the rain have washed debris under the roads, something to ruin a tire. That's from the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club's Old Dog. Thanks for the tip, Old Dog. Uh, let's see, we have the backstrap stacker. He wants to vote for the yellowfin tuna. Uh, another text, 5492. Uh, we should put your names on these, please, folks. Uh, the tuna all day. Uh, another one from Alabama, listener 0102, yellowfin tuna. And another one says, please clarify the new regulations regarding purchasing of a fishing license that went into effect June 1st. Uh, that's from Big Man Bassin. I'm not sure which one. There's a lot of different changes and new regulations. If you could be more specific, I'll, I'll try to get you an answer. All right, uh, the river rat votes for the gar. He lives on the Blood River. Yeah, freshwater guy, or brackish for that matter. And here's another vote for the yellowfin tuna. It's a beautiful fish and tastes great. Again, those choices, if, you, if you're just tuning in, I, I, I need to pick one of these to win the Fish of the Year Award. Uh, 25.8 dog snapper caught by Ella Douglas. That was a new number one. A 30.88 new number one long nose gar caught by Cody Broussard. Uh, We had a 246.4 number two yellowfin tuna, broke a 17-year standing record. That fish was caught by Robert Kilroy. And we had a new number one gray triggerfish caught by Ricky Clement in Green Canyon, broke the old two-year record. So uh, one of those, and I'd like for you to tell me which one you would vote for if you were on the, the selection committee. 504-260-1870, that is our text line, comes right here to the studio. 
Uh, we got Mike in Mississippi headed to do some flounder fishing with his son. That's a great activity to do on the 4th of July weekend, no doubt about it. All right, um, if you want to find out all of the records, uh, and this is very unique to Louisiana. We're the only state, as far as I know, where the Writer Association maintains the official state records. All other states, it's done by the state agency. Don't ask me why, but it got started back in the 1940s. I've been a member of this organization since the, the early 80s. And we are the ones that, that keep the records. And if you go to Louisiana Outdoor Writer Association, just Google it, go to the website, and you can find all of the fish records, how to apply for a fish record. We do have private pond categories. We have rod and reel category. And we have uh, also a fly category. In fact, there was one new fly record set, and I guess that will get the fish of the year for the fly category. And that is going to be a Florida Pompano. Caught by Nick Vlahos, uh, first play, new first place, 3.01, uh, probably the only one ever caught on a fly rod. So congratulations to Nicholas. All right, we'll be back to take some more of your texts, get some more fishing reports, all that stuff you and I love to talk about. It's all coming up right here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And that is the music to introduce Captain Kirk Stancil, and we're going to have his report coming up. But first, we need to pause just 10 seconds, quick 10 seconds, for our local stations to identify themselves on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, we'll get back to that a little bit later on. Let's go ahead and talk to Captain Kirk uh, over there at the Hackberry Rod and Gun. And, Kirk, I'm looking at the radar, and it looks like uh, you guys got a little rain in the area there. It looks like some tightly embedded heavy stuff, but mostly light stuff, and it's moving from offshore onshore. You guys making yeah. trips today, or y'all kind of holding nope. off a little while to see what's going to happen? Well, actually, we, uh, we close this particular weekend every year, 4th of July weekend. Well, congratulations. Yeah, we <laughs> What are you uh, guys doing, barbecuing and cooking the hot dogs and stuff? I actually ran up to my freshwater lake house, and I'm up here now. I came up here uh-huh. yesterday, uh, and so uh, just going to relax up here on the water and, and chase something a little different. Uh, that's a wonderful thing to do and uh, get a break from the salty stuff and get some of that freshwater action. Well, I'm looking at the that's radar, right. and right now Big Lake seems to be under some light rain, maybe some little thunderstorms in the midst of it. How was fishing all, all week long? It, it was good all week long, Don. Uh, yesterday we washed out. It was We probably got oh, four or five inches of rain in Hackberry. It rained all day. and um, But... Uh, the fishing all week was really good. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, it. Uh, prior to that, you know, we had all those west winds. It kind of kicked our butt. Those west winds did. I mean, the fish, the fish were smaller, uh, and, and tough. To, they had a tough bite. And then uh, just here in the last four or five days, you know, the wind switched and uh, had some east winds, southeast winds came back and, and turned the fish back on. Yeah, I saw on the table there was a pretty nice catch of some speckled trout laid out there. What's going on with the redfish? Are you guys having a little difficulty? Is it not as, as strong as it has been? Seems like no, I'm getting the red... reports from the east that they, just, they, they they can't find them. Something's going on over right. there. Right. Yeah, we can't find them. I mean, we're catching some, but it's, uh, they're tough to find. I mean, it's not like it was. It's been that way for us on the redfish. I mean, oh, shoot. I'm going to say since about mid-May, 
it's been tough. Or maybe even before that, it's been tough to find them. I mean, you can find them. I had a couple boats uh, this last week limited out on reds. They hit them on on a shoreline in the lake. But uh, it, overall, it, uh, they're not catching them. Not like we should. Well, you know, not, not like we were. They'll kick back in. I, I've seen them do this before. And yeah. come September, they'll, they'll get cranked back up again. Well, I remember when we were there doing duck season, it was uh, a slam dunk. I mean, if you could yeah. get to them, you were going to load the boat with them. It was just one That's after right. another. That's right. <laughs> well, those days will be back, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, they will. So what what are you fishing no. for up there? Are you fishing for a white perch or are you fishing for a bass? Uh, both. I, I, love, I love to fish for both of them. I'm going to do some night fishing for uh, the white perch, and it's, but uh, I'm going to be here in a little bit, head out and go see if I can catch some bass. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know that's always a, a a pleasant change, and it really keeps your skills up because you know bass fishing, uh, speckled trout, and redfish sometimes they'll they'll pull the pole out your hand, but bass fishing right. takes a little more finesse and technique. What's your favorite bass it, bait to throw? Uh, you know, my favorite. I love to throw a spinner bait, but right now we're catching them on uh, deep crankbaits and a Carolina rig. Yeah. Well, I tell you, top water is really nice when you can get that bite going. It is when you get that bite going, no doubt about it. It's fun. It's always fun to catch, you know, fresh or salt water. On t- you know, catch one on top water. And the uh, white perch that y'all fishing, uh, you fishing those uh, at night with lights, or how deep down are you fishing? Yeah. What are you using for them? Live bait or artificial? Uh, well, during the daytime, I, I have some brush piles. I'm using artificial and uh, shiners, but at night, I pretty much uh, use the shiners. And I'm fishing in about uh, 18 to 20 foot of water. Mm-hmm. And and it's funny, at night, I'm usually 8 foot is how deep you're going to catch them under the boat. Usually. Daytime, right now, we're catching them at about 10, 12 feet. Yeah. Well, I tell you, those. Uh, I don't know if you've ever fished with one of those live scopes. Have you seen those? I have not. I've heard a lot about them, but I've never had. But they, they, they said it's like. Some guys say, man, it's like cheating, <laughs> but they love it. <laughs> it, it. It is incredible, and I'm, well, I'm thinking of it because of white perch fishing. You know, they're hard to find, and you've right. got to locate the depth, and they kind of stratify at a certain depth. And, boy, I'll tell you, it's like watching them on a TV screen. You can see them. You can see your bait go past them. It is absolutely incredible. Now, they're a little pricey, but, boy, yeah. i tell you what, they can show you where the fish are. That That's what I've heard. You know, the, the white perch fishermen, the they really love them. I've heard that uh, it's, it's just the next best thing, without a doubt. Well, it does have one downside. I had a guy that, that fishes tournaments, and he told me, he says, what that will do to you is when you find them stacked up like that, you don't want to leave them. And some fish, for whatever reason, are just not going to bite. And you can sit there for an hour and you watch your baits go right past their nose and they will not hit it. He says, really, what you should do <laughs> is leave those fish and go find some other fish, but you don't do it. So from that standpoint, right. it can work against <laughs> you, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, I get well, asked questions about them in saltwater and, uh, you know, like in Calcasieu Lake or whatnot. And I don't know if it would work that well in the shallow water. Now, I'm sure if well, you the went, clarity, uh, too. Is that what you, you know, mean? I don't know how I don't know if the clarity of the water would, would allow it to be as efficient in salt water. Oh, okay. I'm, they say it works, but, you know, I've yet to see yeah. one in salt water, so I don't know. Yeah, I haven't either. So. Well, Kirk, when but are you I guys going to be back to work if somebody wants to book we, a trip? We'll, oh, we'll be back Tuesday. All right. We, 
we've been doing this for years, close for Fourth of July. Let all them, you know, everybody, all the guides, uh, the cleaning staff, office staff, everybody. They've been working real hard, so it's three days, and then we'll be back back at it again. And there's a lot of crowds, so it's not a bad time to to take a, get away from all that <laughs> when that's you right. need a break. That's right. Well, that's where it started it when uh, because it was always a really crowded time, and we started mm-hmm. that golly twenty years ago. Right. Well, keep it up, and uh, thanks for talking with us. Good luck to you on your freshwater fishing. Give us a quick website if somebody wants to check you guys out. Okay, it's a hackberry rod and gun spell out and dot com, and uh, of course we got a toll free number eight 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 seven six two three three nine one. Easy enough. Have a happy Fourth, Kirk, with the family, and we'll Thank see you, you next you too, time. Don. Okay. Alrighty. There he goes, Bye-bye. Kirk Stansel. We call him Captain Kirk. And now when we come back after this break, we're going to get Mitch. He just sent me a picture. They landed that swordfish. I had him on the line earlier. And while he was on that line with me, he had a swordfish on the other line, and now it's in the boat. He's got a report all about the Delta Marina activities. They had a bullfrog bash, P-Rog race, Dose of the Coast Rodeo coming up. It is a happening place. We're back with his report right after this. All right, let's take you out offshore now where Mitch Juris is out there, and they just put a swordfish in the boat. Thanks for the picture. What a gorgeous picture, man. You know, the kind of sunrise getting ready to come up and those clouds in the background. Uh, not a monster, but a nice fish. Oh, hell, heck yeah, Don. We, uh, you know, we, we live for this kind of stuff. Uh, we got this one certain spot. If we spend a night here, it seems like every time we make that nighttime drift, we're going we're gonna to get us one, and uh, it's a respectable one night. Not very big, but I'm going to tell you what, he sure gave us a battle. We, you know, we estimated about, you know, 150 pounds, but uh, yeah, two hours and 15 minutes this sucker, you know, took us to get him in the boat. Uh, actually, just, just not long ago when I sent you those pictures, that's when we pulled him in the boat. And uh, thank goodness, you know, I mean, it was it was a pretty long battle for being, you know, such a stocky fish. He definitely had a little pep in him, you know. So, are you fun fishing or are you fishing in a rodeo? I'm fishing a little uh, New Orleans Big Game Club tournament, just a little radio club tournament, nothing nothing but, uh, you know, just out here. Basically, you call it fun fishing whenever we fish in these little club tournaments. Well, uh, Mitch, you had a lot going on at the marina last weekend. You had the Bullfrog Bash and the P-Rog races. How'd that go? Man, Don, it was absolutely great. Uh, we had a pretty good bit of participation uh with the bullfrog bash a lot better than last year. You know, we had COVID and everything last year, kind of hampered, you know, the whole event. But uh, this year we had about 45 frogs turned in. There was only five teams entered, but a couple of those teams did really well. One of the frogs, the biggest, the heaviest frog weighed 1.44 pounds. The longest frog was 17 and a quarter inches. That's pretty, pretty good size frogs. Uh, and I think the total weight on the frogs, uh, you know, most frogs by weight were, uh, I think it wound up to be 17 pounds. Pretty good, you know, a nice turnout. The P-Rogue races actually for the first year of those did really well. We started off with five races, ended up having about nine races all together because people just kept coming in and wanting to, you know, add a race to the, say, can we do this, can we do that? So, you know what, sure, we'll do whatever it takes to, to make this event great. A lot of people came out. A lot of uh, people came from all over to see everything. And it was actually, you know, a really beautiful day. It was hot, of course, but uh, but it made a beautiful day. The sun stayed out all day, perfect for P-Rogue racing. 
uh, frog guys. You know, they were out all night. They came at about 1 o'clock, started bringing their frogs in. It was just a wonderful thing, and I got myself some frog legs to eat. So there it all worked. It's just a positive. That's the best part. Well, you know, next week on July 9th, you got the uh, Dose of the Coast Redfish Rodeo going on there, and people can sign up for $350 per team. If you do it at the site, it's 400 Two anglers per team, unless you bring kids, you can actually bring some youth on there, and it's two fish per team. So that's going to be a good one. People can go to Dose of the Coast, and that's a wonderful organization, and, and thanks so much for allowing that to take place at your marina. Ashley Ferguson does a great job, and it's got such a great cause, and I would encourage people to find out more about that organization. They do a lot for uh, families and you know, in a time of need. Uh, give us a quick fishing report locally around the marina there. What's going on? It's, it's been hit and miss, son. Actually, I think that the heat and, and everything, you know, early morning, they got a little bite that goes on, and in the midday, it kind of stops, you know, with all the heat and everything. And then late afternoon, the guys have been going out and coming in with some, some nice numbers. Uh, redfish is actually picking up, uh, you know, more than uh, more than usual, which is a good sign. You know, people are starting to catch catch their limits of redfish more and more, especially when they go east of the river. They go through the Empire Locks and head to, through Ostrica and uh, hit that east bank. They've been really doing well with the redfish. And actually, a few trout are starting to show up on that side. But, you know, on our side, by the Empire Jetty, it's starting to heat up a little bit. And, uh, of course, the sulfur mine, people run to the sulfur mine and, and do pretty well. But, you know, it's just been uh, sometimes it's not limits, but it's still – a respectable numbers. I had a couple go out the other day, and they caught, you know, between the two of them, 30 trout with tickle pink. I said, yeah, that's 60 fillets. You know, what, what more do you want? You know, you got all you need. <laughs> yes, you know? And to speak of those to the coast, you know, we do have the Empire South Pass Hawthorne Rodeo coming right, up the first right. full weekend in August 4th through the 6th. And the Dose of the Coast, we also host that Wednesday is the Dose of the Coast. Uh, we have a little fishing thing for the you know, I think it's six families actually has entered that our guides donate the trip. We donate the rooms, the food, and everything. And uh, and they, these families get to go enjoy a fun-filled family day with their, with their you know, uh, people. And, and, you know, these people sometimes, you know, it may be the last time they go fishing. So it's really a bittersweet thing to be able to put this on because you see these people have so much fun, but you don't know if you'll ever see them again. It's just so those are the coach. When you mentioned that with Ashley and them, that is a very worthy cause. That's a, I would suggest anybody, come on out and support that any way you can, you know, because she does a terrific job with that. And, those, and when you see these families, and they, they really, really appreciate the opportunities. I mean, she does a, a heck of a job with that, and I hope people, you know, come out and support this. Well, I'm sure they will. The fishing community is a very generous group. Mitch, uh, congratulate that angler that put that swordfish in a boat. Who was the angler that fought him for two hours and 15 minutes? Or was it a team effort? Well, no, it was Reese Johnson. Uh, I told Reese last night, I said, Reese, I'm a little tired. You're going to have to watch these lines tonight at 3 o'clock. just <laughs> crank up. And I said, oh, boy, I'm not going to get a full night's sleep no matter what I try to do on here. <laughs> so, Reese. Reese actually caught it. We uh, we released a white mauling yesterday and, and uh, lost the blue ball and fought it for about 15 minutes, and he threw the hook on us. But uh, really, really, you know, good fishing out here. I mean, the tuna are everywhere jumping around. So we're looking forward to a nice day. It's beautiful out here. I don't know how it is inshore. I know they had a little rain yesterday, but it's absolutely gorgeous out here. we got a beautiful sunrise going on, and we're fixing to get after those billfish again. 
All right, Mitch, thanks for the report. Again, uh, congratulations to Reese and uh, the rest of the anglers. Y'all have a good time and a happy 4th of July. By the way, Marina full open, uh, business as usual on Monday, correct? Yes, sir. Everything is all normal. Yes, sir. It's a, it's not a holiday for us. It's where people come and enjoy their 4th of July. So we look forward to seeing everybody. We are open. Everything ready to go. Thank you, Don, and you have a wonderful 4th yourself. I will do that. Thank you. Mitch Jurisic from the Delta Marina. All right, coming up next, Daryl Carpenter will get a Grand Isle report. Lots going on over there for the 4th of July. His report's next where you hear it on the outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Well, on a 4th of July weekend, one of the places that celebrates uh, very, very uh, vividly and heavily is Grand Isle. And I'm looking on the radar right now. Fouchon's got a little light showers on it. But if you go east to the end of Grand Isle, looks like they're in the clear. Let's verify that with Captain Darrell Carpenter. Darrell, sounds like you're out on the water. What's the situation weather-wise right now? Uh, Don, we well, we tried to sneak in. We was hoping we could sneak in a couple hours up front this morning before, you know, probably the last time for the weekend. But, uh, nah, as soon as I get off the phone with you, I'm getting out of these white caps. My feet are hurting already. So, um, it's a little bit breezy. You know, with that little disturbance had in the Gulf, it's kicking the surf up a little bit. So, it's, you know, the front's probably going to be out probably for the next couple of days, unless you're in a, you know, slightly larger boat, like maybe one of those offshore boats or something. But, uh, it's been okay. I, I got to catch part of Mitch's report, and um, it, it sounded like maybe we've, we've got some of the same report. Uh, some of our guys have been running over toward Four Bayou, and it, it just depends on where you sit down. Uh, you know, a good day is 30, 40 fish, but if you sit down in the right place, easy limits. Um, the same thing's been going on here around Grand Isle. I mean, we, we fished inside the other day. Just the, the beach was just you know, just wasn't producing for us. It was that early morning bite, and it shut down early. We started hitting some of the oyster reefs right there in Barataria Bay, and uh, you'd be surprised. I mean, they're, they're on one minute and then off the next kind of thing. Um, but, I mean, we did everything from catch 100 to keep 25 because they were so small to we had some just over five laying on the laying on the cleaning table. So it's – it's like we're entering those summer doldrums just a little bit early. You know, it's one of those you've got, like right now, I'm sitting here on this beach, and we haven't had a cork sink yet, but I've got a flock of 50 seagulls to my right and a flock of 50 of them to my left, so I'm just I'm 20 yards out of the zone, and i got to move as soon as I lay this phone down. So uh, that's the kind of, you know, that's kind of the pattern it's been. If you don't stick one pretty soon, move, because you might only be 20 yards from them. Exactly. But your plan after that is to go back on the inside, on the other side of the island? Yeah, we're going to go back inside. Um, it's just a little bit too rough. I mean, if I was sinking carks every other cast right here, I'd stay. But it's getting to where it's just – just, this isn't going to be comfortable. I got a very, very pretty client this morning, but she's kind of demanding. <laughs> well, you know, it's all about the client. So take care of it, and uh, we'll catch up with you next week. Uh, Realscreamers.com is where you can get his website, maybe a picture of his client. Give us your phone number, Darrell. 225-937-6288. All right, my friend. Be safe, and uh, have a happy 4th. We'll see you next week. You too, Don. Bye-bye. All right, coming up, uh, we got more stuff to talk about. Turkey issue, uh, sharks at the Alabama Deep Sea Rodeo. Will there be an amberjack season in August? And more fishing reports. It's all coming up to you right here on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.